You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. If you go out in the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. This world is a strange one. It can be refreshing to find a nice, quiet trail into the woods and take a little hike. If only you knew what kind of horrors waited for you in those woods. Behind the evergreens and various birds' songs, there are evils that wait for you to step a little too close. There are strange people that use the forest as their hiding place, just like the terrible creatures that lurk beyond the tree line. So let's take a hike together with these six true hiking horror stories. A quick yet full of love shout out goes out to Jorge R and Alina M for being our new badasses and donating to our website renovation. Thanks guys. Now, let the nightmares begin. Number one, Creature on the Edge, submitted by Alan. I am a 16 year old male. My name is Alan. I tend to think of myself as a pretty logical guy. I've always been aware of my senses and I guess a little paranoid. And I think that if I didn't have the following traits, I might not be here to tell this tale. When I was about 15, me and my friend who we'll call Jack were biking through a very narrow, desolate road in the more unknown areas of Colorado. I'd rather not reveal the exact location, but the road was one of the more typical roads you would see in a more desolate area. A small, narrow one composed of mainly dirt, and all along the sides of it, a very thick tree line that gets thicker as you move along. While biking on these roads, we always were a little creeped out, but that just added a little more kick to the ride. But on this day, we never thought that anything like this could happen to such simple people like us. Well, I guess no one ever expects something to happen like this. We had been biking for about two hours and would take quick pauses to drink some water or take a bite of our snacks we had packed. The usual stuff. While taking these small breaks, nothing really ever happened. But on this particular day, we didn't take too many pauses because we could hear weird noises coming from around us. But after almost three hours of riding, we had to take a break. So we found a pretty big log to park our bikes at and we sat down to catch our breath. After about five minutes or so, we heard what sounded like a woman's scream. As far as I could tell, it was at least 400 yards away from us, to the left. A couple of 15-year-old boys like us wanted nothing more than to show our macho selves as we went to investigate. We walked around for at least 20 minutes, but we found nothing. When we got back, we found our bikes completely destroyed. I mean, the chain was in pieces, the tires were slashed, and the gear shift was ripped right off the handlebars. My stomach dropped, and I almost felt like puking, but then I thought maybe it was just some jerk passing by. But no less than a minute of investigating, we heard something that sounded like a big piece of wood being smashed across a tree trunk. It was very loud and sudden, but I slowly turned around and saw something that could only be described as a creature. It had a height of at least six feet. Its whole body was covered in hair and a large snout that went down to its mid chest and had strange wire-like appendages on its chin, followed by two small black beady eyes and at the top of its head were weird large curled horns. 
My friend and I took no time to think. We both ran as fast as we could, making sharp turns to try to disorient this creature from following us. We are not sure if it chased us at all, but all I know is that as soon as we started running, it produced two of the most strangest and creepiest sounds I've ever heard. They almost sounded like a pig and eagle combined. I know it sounds weird, but it was terrifying. As we ran, we got to a nearby road where we quickly called up my dad to come get us. We never told him the full story. We just told him that our bikes had been stolen when we went to use the bathroom. To this day, I never figured out what I saw, and I don't go hiking or biking anymore on desolate trails as much, but instead stick to more populated areas. But to this creepy creature from the woods, let's not meet again. Number two, Cannibal in the Forest, submitted by Caden. This happened around June or July this year. My cousin and I were both 13 years old and we live in Louisiana. My cousin and I decided to go ride my golf cart around the neighborhood. We do this every time she comes over, so it quickly got boring just doing little circles around the neighborhood all the time. So we stopped at a dry ditch on the road my house was on. I parked the golf cart at the end of my neighbor's driveway that we already felt uneasy about. We once heard what sounded like screaming coming from their yard. Anyway, we got out of the golf cart and took a peek down the ditch to see if there was anything interesting. I saw some old planks of wood lining the side of the ditch about six feet in. We decided it was enough to spark our interest and we jumped in. As we walked along the ditch, we heard some rustling beside us, but we thought nothing of it as it could have just been a deer or raccoon or something like that. We got about 30 feet into the ditch and I saw an open area, so we decided to take a hike to get to the other side of it, but we continued until we entered a wet part of the ditch. It was full of mosquitoes, so we decided to end our hike and head back home before it got dark. Both my cousin and I were amazed at how large this ditch really was, and I told her sister about it. The next day, we went back to what we now called the grotto. We made sure to wear outdoor shoes for better grip. Once we entered, the rustling we heard yesterday was back, but this time it was closer, it was louder. We hiked our way through the open area again, looking out for anyone who might be in the woods with us, since again, it was very close to our weird neighbor's house. When we made our way through the wet part, we climbed our way out of the ditch and into the woods where the sound was coming from, like the idiots we were, but everyone has a bit of curiosity, right? It seemed like every step we took, spiders would crawl out from under the leaves, almost like something out of a horror movie. We even found a bag of marijuana in someone's hiding place, along with some empty glass bottles and old ripped up shoes. When I saw those shoes though, I wanted to leave as soon as possible, but my cousin wanted to keep exploring. We came upon a fallen tree with a pile of fresh trash covering it. I then began to make my way back to the ditch. That is, until my cousin yelled at me. I, I found something. I then ran back to where she was and she pointed to a pile of bones. Immediately, we assumed they were that of a small kid, but we did not find the skull, so they could have been animal bones too. When you're creeped out like that, you always assume the worst. We walked closer to inspect the bones, but we heard the sound of someone stomping around us, and it made us both jump. We turned toward the noise, and what we saw was truly horrifying. It was a man with long, dirty hair and bloody fingernails, crouched down like an animal. Luckily, he was running away from us. We must have stumbled upon his spot for something. But strangely, he stopped behind a tree and began to stare at us. We ran back to the golf cart, horrified as to what we might have happened upon. To this day, 
I haven't and never will look or drive down the road with the ditch we explored. My cousin and I never discussed the event with each other and we never told anyone about it. Number three, Troll on the Mountain, submitted by Sander. I live in and have a cabin in Norway. I've been wanting to tell my story for so long. I swear I saw something one day I would call a troll. Me and four of my family members were going on a long peaceful walk to a mountaintop. We are big nature lovers, so we were enjoying the colors of nature all too much. And being the one that enjoyed long walks and hiking, I was really looking forward to this. During our little hike, along the way, we saw a rabbit running away from this animal. It was very big, maybe three to five feet tall, but we did not get a very good look at it from there. We kept walking, enjoying ourselves and having a good time. Eventually, we made it to the top of the mountain. It was absolutely beautiful. But as we were looking around, I saw in the distance something big. It took me a moment, but it seemed to be the same thing I saw before, but this time it had something in its hands. I can't say for sure, but it was the same size and shape as a rabbit. It sounded like it was muttering something, maybe even chanting, until it crushed the rabbit's head. I gasped loud, surprised and disgusted. The thing had long greenish hair and a large nose. It wore other animal skins around its body and I would guess it was trying to get warm in the cold weather. Sure enough, the thing looked at us. It saw us, probably because it heard me gasping so loud. It screamed in our direction. That freaking scream, it was like a combination of a reindeer and a dying sheep, if that makes any sense. It was awful. Its eyes were glowing yellow, and its mouth had many disformed teeth, and on the other side of its face, it had the faces of crying children. I wanted to throw up just looking at this weird thing. We all rushed down the mountainside in a panic, pushing past each other, trying to get through. I can say that after that night, I've been pretty spooked, and I swear, every so often I can hear that thing out in the woods screaming and chanting. Remember, whenever you go walking, whether you're going on a mountain trip or hiking alone, you really aren't ever alone. This episode is sponsored by June's Journey. Do you believe in monsters? And given the chance, would you be brave enough to track one down on your own? In June's Journey, people are the true monsters, and you can live the story yourself rather than sitting back and listening to one. June's Journey is a hidden object game with a thrilling murder mystery set in the Roaring Twenties. You play as June on the hunt for your sister's murderer. Discover clues through exciting hidden object scenes with beautiful and atmospheric illustrations and music. Victory brings you closer to new plot points and suspenseful answers. When not hunting for clues, you can customize your own luxurious estate island with gardens, buildings, and decor. Or chat and play with or against other players too in the Detective Club, where you could even put your skills to the test in the Detective League. June's journey is both relaxing and fun to play. With my busy schedule, I find it's the perfect game to pick up and play whenever I've got a free moment. It doesn't demand too much time, and it's pretty satisfying solving puzzles quickly and unlocking new clues. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number 4. The Skinwalker That Followed Us Submitted by Backwoodsman78 Before I go and tell this story, I want to make sure to all of you listening that these things are real, including this story. Me and my friend had decided to go hunting out in a new spot. This new spot was almost about 4 miles from my house. We were dropped off by my dad just a mile in to sort of reduce the walk but it still turned out to be a bit of a hike. But luckily, this far out, we wouldn't scare the deer off. It was around 5.20 in the morning when we got in and started walking. But as I looked up and along the tree line, I saw a tall figure standing there. I assumed it was just a configuration of trees and branches. You know, how human eyes make out familiar shapes and things. I didn't say anything to my friend. I just simply assumed it was branches. Not even going 30 yards in front of me, I heard a noise up the steep bank that caught my attention, and as I looked up, I saw something I had only heard of. It had to be about six foot four or five, because I'm six foot two. I immediately got behind a tree as I thought to myself, maybe it's just another hunter. But the real dread came when I realized we were right now around five miles in from an actual road, and we were nowhere near someone else's property line. I had preloaded a 308 caliber full metal jacket round in my Remington. I told my friend that I did not care who or what it was, but if it came down to it, it was going to be dead. We sat for around three minutes and this thing began to walk down the side of the mountain towards us, seemingly unafraid. I ended up getting a closer look at the thing. It was tall, skinny, and what really gave it away in my mind was that it had this hat on its head. I knew what it was as soon as my eyes hit it, It was the snout and fur of a coyote. Whoever this was was wearing the fur of a coyote. My blood ran cold and so did my trigger finger. I was just completely paralyzed in fear and amazement that this was what me and my friend were really seeing. I didn't wait any longer. I threw up my Remington and shot at it. And as the bullet hit, you could hear this god-awful noise come out of it. I really can't describe it but it was between a panther and an elk. After that, we hiked back to the nearest road and quickly made our way out of those woods. To this day, I have never returned to that side of the property, nor that road, but me and my friends still do speak about what we saw that morning. I'm not sure what it was or what it was wanting. All I know for sure is that there is no way in hell that that thing was human. Number five, the trail. Submitted by Hammond. It was sometime in August. I decided to go for a hike that would last till about 11 at night. I was a bit nervous for my upcoming exams and hiking takes off the nerves. There was a parking lot near where I wanted to hike and as I entered, there were only about three cars there and one was really shaggy looking with dents all over. There was a man, maybe in his 40s, just sitting there staring at me as I went onto the trail. About a half hour into the hike, I see him taking a different trail, but he stops and stares at me once again. It was starting to get dark. It must have been 9 p.m., and that's when I heard leaves crunching behind me. 
I turned toward the noise with my flashlight on, and to my surprise, there was no one there. It was getting late. I decided to head back. The parking lot itself was 30 minutes away, so I guess it was time to go. I was getting close to the parking lot entrance when I hear running behind me. I quickly begin running myself and take a peek behind me, and there was that scraggy, dirty man holding a cloth in his hand and some sort of spray bottle. At this point, I am making a mad dash to my car, reaching for my keys to get in as fast as possible, and I did it just in time. This psychotic man reached for the door handle, and I looked at it, jammed the keys into the ignition, and got the hell out of there. In the rearview mirror, I watched as this man, this insane man, ran after my car with no success. I floored it out of there. The last thing I saw in my mirror was him bolting into the woods. I immediately reached for my phone to call 911, and from there on, I have no idea what happened to the guy. I hope that sicko got arrested or they did something about it. God knows where or who he is and who else he might have gotten his hands on. And number six, Yukon Creature, submitted by Sailor Man. I am an avid hiker. I had last year went to Northern Canada on a hiking expedition for a week. I was retelling this story to one of my friends last week, and they suggested that I needed to share it, as it seemed to be unusual, and maybe he was right, as I assume there are people out there with a lot of experiences. Now, my friends, significant other, and I were up in the northern part of Canada, the location I will not disclose, as I've always worried about internet stalkers and the such. Anyway, we continued along, riding in a big truck, the five of us, the rear of this truck had been decked out with a top cover and a passage into the front which you could crawl through. It was really meant for skis, but we didn't bring them. It was a clear winter night as me and my friends played Magic the Gathering in the back, or at least attempted to. We thought it'd be funny, a bunch of people in the middle of nowhere doing the nerdiest thing possible. A few beers went around and we continued. It was a really great time. One of my friends shouted to look at something at one point, he was an avid naturalist and tried to get us to help him identify what we were seeing. My spouse and I put down our card game and we turned to look at what he was shouting at. Looking through the windows, we could see the silhouette of a moose or elk off in the distance, but the figure quickly disappeared as we continued to drive off. And honestly, it was pretty exciting to see this animal. It was the first find of the trip. We kept going on as this was the second day into the trip. We'd stop to camp on Wednesday and head back over the next week to civilization. A few hours later, Dave stopped the car to sleep, as most of us were getting really tired. Short of me, as I still had work to do, even though I was technically on vacation. My job really required me to keep working, or, well, I couldn't really stop working. I'm not sure if it was personal or some sense of pride to keep working, but I kept on anyway. Dave mumbled something, but I ignored him, mostly because I could not hear him over the music and my headphones. I kept working, when maybe 20 minutes later, I could hear his voice barely over the music. I pulled off my headphones as I looked away from the laptop. He was sleeping. In fact, everyone in there was asleep. I looked behind me out the window, but there was no one and nothing out there. Sparse trees gave off thin shadows that were barely visible through the moonlight. I travel a lot, and nothing is just a noise. From a whisper in the airport to a bird's call in a rural city, it's all valuable information as I've found. I continued to work, but this time without music. After a good five minutes, my spouse wakes up. She looks up at me and asks me to keep it down. I tell her I've been dead silent. 
and decided to take a shift driving as it was something to do, and I was done taking notes for now. Starting up the car, taking a quick head count to make sure I've not forgotten anyone, everyone was there and I started off. I glanced in my rearview mirror and I saw that deer again, but this time all I could make out was the antlers as its head was down and the body was hidden behind a tree. I remember this exactly because it was dimly illuminated in the moonlight. Although I thought seeing the deer was cool, I kept driving across the snowy ground. Over the next day, we were almost to our camping spot. We spotted this horned animal a few times more as well. Sure, it could have been several different animals and we didn't mind. I thought it was a little unusual, but I brushed it off as I'm pretty skeptical. That night, we set up camp, which meant assembling the rooftop tent, a mechanical nightmare that somehow made a tent that attached to the roof of the truck. My friend Dave had built it, as it was his truck and he was more serious about roughing it out there more than we were. My friend stayed in the tent while me and my spouse were given the truck bed, partially out of respect and partially out of a desire to sleep in the luxurious truck tent. That night, being a little excited, I decided to go for a walk. My spouse, though, exhausted, decided to sleep. I took my machete with me, although the blade was used to cutting down foliage. An occasional pine branch was no issue. After a while, I started to hear my spouse calling my name. I could still see the lights of the truck, even out from a distance, so I began to walk back to the truck. But that's when I noticed that the call was coming away from the truck. So I stopped and listened, confused and I noticed that her voice was exactly the same every time, like the looping of audio. This freaked me out a lot. I booked it back to the truck, and I started it up, which although you're not supposed to run the truck with a tent on top, it was bolted down pretty heavily and the path ahead was clear, so I didn't worry about getting the tent knocked off. Scared and speeding away, I noticed this deer thing charging the truck, managing to keep pace with it somehow. It let out this horrific wail, and I could not describe how terrible it was. I broke down crying as the guy started to bang on the roof of the truck to tell me to stop. I crossed the stream. The bumpy rocks probably banged up my friend's truck pretty good, not to mention my friends themselves. Suddenly, I heard a gunshot, then a second, and a third. And then it stopped. After five more minutes of driving, I stopped at the end of this clearing. The thing was no longer following us. My friends climbed down, packed up the tent, and told me to freaking drive. I looked back, and my spouse's face was glued to the window. She turned toward me for a moment, and her face was covered in tears. She was terrified. She was not one for horror movies, and she always cried and got scared of them. I drove off as my friend and I rode in deathly silence for the next four hours until the sun came up. That morning, we finally all stopped and talked about what happened. I told my bit. None of us knew exactly what had happened, but my friend Sean gave the most reasonable explanation about a moose with rabies or something like that. This kind of thing happened as we all agreed. However, we could not explain how it ran so fast as to keep up with the truck, or as my friends described it, its face looked mangled. None of us knew what had happened, and we agreed to end our trip early, making a detour to hit a couple of villages on our way back instead of the now terrifying scenic route. We did have a great time on the rest of the trip, and we met some very nice people. We never bothered to ask anyone else about it, as we assumed they'd probably be as clueless as we were, or at least I never asked, and if the others did, they never bothered to tell the rest of us the result. To be honest, I am not a believer of this rabies story, because not one bit does it explain how I heard my spouse's exact voice coming from the woods, away from where she was, and looping the exact sound over 
and over. Whenever you step into the woods next time, be sure to bring your flashlight and something to defend yourself with. You never know what might be waiting for you around the bend, but I do know for sure that you won't be able to outrun it, and throwing a rock at it will only make it angrier. Good night. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. And don't forget to send us your creepy tales today at darknessprevails.org submit. Thanks. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.